amazing episode of Return to Consciousness live with Nicole. I am Nicole Ashton, and I am super excited to introduce April Betty. She is the founder of Hands Healing Hearts, and she has she's renowned, world renowned for her humanitarian work and her compassion. Um, we are so excited to um, share with you what we are doing this week. Today, we leave for Haiti. <laughs> to do service work. And I believe you, you've you been there 12 times? Um, I believe it's my 17th time in oh. four years. <laughs> I wow. lost count. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, so um, April and I have, uh, we met through the gatherings that um, I put together. And those are on Wednesday. And our next one is going to be June 26th at 7 o'clock um, at 3.52 East Riverside Drive, A12, St. George. Um, and we share these experiences with you. And when we go, when we've gone on set our own separate humanitarian work and service product projects, but as we are uniting, we realize we have the same core compassion and the unity and, and consciousness um, to me is unity and love. And so we, by combining what we do, have um, um, brought stories together and collecting her stories and her service and the healing work that I do. And they're like, they're, they're both healing, but in, in, in um, different ideas, but equally important. And I found that the foundation that we have together is super amazing because there's so many different foundations out there. And if we could just come together, imagine what we could do together and um, so we have um, a group of people going. We also have um, um, Paulette Stevens from Life Stories Library that will be collecting the stories. So we're really excited about that, too. So it's literally making your mark. We're creating this shift and this change and um, uniting people. And we're very, very excited about it. And we're even more excited that you are able to be a part of it. And we thank you for all the donations and the people that are showing up to assist us in this work. So... Let's hear a little, about, a little bit about you, April. Um, I'm really excited to go with you. I'm so glad that we met, and I'm so excited for what the future holds. And I, am too, am grateful for all the people who have donated and made this possible. We will post lots of pictures. And um, what do you want to know about me? Uh, so what, what brought you to um, the going to Haiti and doing this sort of service work? Okay, that's a good question. Um, so I've been doing service work most of my life, and it's just evolved into bigger, you know, a bigger scale. For Haiti, I could tell you exactly how it started. It started because I had a friend ask me if I knew of an orphanage in Haiti, and she was asking for a friend, and I said, no, I do not know of one, but I started following that girl and before she came back from Haiti, she went by herself to Haiti to an orphanage. And before she came back, I booked my flight to go. And then three of my friends went with me. So it started from that trip. And I had no idea what to expect or what was ahead. And so after that trip, uh, the orphanage asked me to manage their orphanage. And I was like, I don't even know what the heck that means. <laughs> um, that's like, in my head, I'm like, no, no, no. And um, it it would have been easy, but I couldn't do it just to turn my head and never go back. And it was just something, see, it chokes me up. <laughs> it was just something in my heart that I recognized. And 
I didn't want to go back right away, but one of my friends that went, this is a true story, she uh, she actually fell in love with a guy there, and she had an urgency to go back to marry him. And I was like, no, this is crazy. But <laughs> I'm so thankful she did that, because if she didn't, I wouldn't have gone back so soon. Like, we went back with, I think it was like within a month, we went back pretty soon. And uh, from there, sorry, my, I'm losing my ears. Uh, from then um, I just accepted the position to uh, manage orphanage I did that for like a year and then I just expanded into the community and I love it so much and I'm so excited you'll be able to see all that but prior to Haiti I just always had it in my heart like I love Mother Teresa I love her example and and my grandmother was a very good example to me and so many people um, I just love the genuineness and what I always remember with Mother Teresa is she would like save the people and be with them when they're dying. And so in my head, I always have that like visual of her being in India in her uh, Mother Teresa home in Calcutta where she they would she would like be with the bodies that actually had maggots on them and they were just left for dead. And her compassion I don't know. I just can't describe that kind of love. Yeah, we can feel it. Yeah. And we can feel it through you. Thank, thank you for sharing, and also thank you okay. for showing up for those people that can't. Because there's, there's many people that would love to travel and do that, and either that their work and children and and finances and things like that they're not able to. So you were able to go and share an experience that otherwise they wouldn't get to. And so we think and honor you. And so um, thank you. For showing up and following your guidance and 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 the intuition energies that that you have, um, that is why I I feel like our work together is so amazing. Is, is when we're igniting this intuition, this love, like you just had, like or that you have, but, but the, your drive to do this was that that intuition, that love intuition to go do something bigger, and and most people won't act on that. It's fearful. It's very fearful for them. And so for you to be brave and that's courage just to say, you know what? I have no idea why I'm, I'm stepping into this space, but I, I'm, I'm just going to trust and look what it's evolved to. And that's what attracts me to you the most is that my, when we're just sharing stories, I'm like, Oh my gosh. I mean, mine was with the Buddhas and the monks and the Tao and stuff like that. And yours was, was with the, with the, Haiti and in recovery also you you do recovery wellness which is I call um, addiction recovery wellness because I I feel like that's cute I don't know I just like that sound (laughs) and so I I mean I I just adore you and and oh that was so kind (laughs) yeah and 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 the healing that I so me knowing the healing world very well and that's all I've done and know when I saw the cooperation of what we can do together in the in this earthly realm as far as these kids need assistance and and I was activating gifts in the children and I was and working with people here that were suffering or even in the in the in the Tao it was a different service of healing mm-hmm. when I look at you what you're doing I'm like the combination is just I mean, there's no words for what we get to do. And we've both seen it. Her and I sit on the phone for hours and <laughs> just explore. I love it. I'm all, um, so when we get over to Haiti, the share with the listeners just a little bit about what that looks like. Okay. Cause a lot of people think uh, when I've said, they're like, Oh, you're going on a cruise. You're going to do this and that. And I'm like, 
No. That's no. not Haiti. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I could show it, but I wanted to back up because what you were saying about being brave and having the courage to follow your intuition with all that, I just want to tell you it's hard. And if my heart wasn't uh, like if I didn't if I didn't allow my heart to be opened or just like I have no idea. I'm going to try to explain it. Um, I think a lot of people, myself included, we could stop ourselves from being our greatness because of the fear or the saying, oh, I don't know how to do it or I can't afford it or I'm not good enough. You know, you could have 101 excuses. But when you just show up, like miracles happen, if you don't block it, if you keep it open, like mm, maybe there's a way or you know, and, and it is very scary. But once you get past it, like on the drive here, I was thinking all the hard work you put into something, you get so much joy. It really comes to you and you won't see it in the moment. And it is really hard. However, it's really worth it. So I just wanted to share that. Um, so when we go to Haiti, oh, when we go to Haiti, we're going to Haiti yeah, today. Yeah. And this thinking. show. This show is is spirit guided, so okay. so when when things come up, just go with it because the listeners that listen to me know that it's a ray of, of funness on the show. So, and I know it'll touch the hearts of many, just how it needs to. And you're very intuitive, so feel free to speak freely. <laughs> okay, um, okay. So when we land in Haiti, I love that you talk about the cruise ships because when people tell me, "Oh yeah, I've been a cru- I've been on a cruise to Haiti," and I was thinking. Oh, I promise you never seen the <laughs> Haiti that we go to. I think that's the fake Haiti in my eyes. Um, so when we land, we land in Port-au-Prince, and it's very busy in that city, and I'm so excited for you to go. <laughs> I love when new people go. Everyone going is hasn't been there except me <laughs> on this trip, and I love it because it's just like, oh, this is Haiti. <laughs> but um, we drive about three hours away, and we go to a city called Jacmel, and it's the people there are beautiful and amazing everywhere in Haiti. I love the people. They're so kind and genuine. And when we get there this time, we're going to drop off our stuff and we'll probably breathe for a minute after that drive. And mm-hmm. then we're going to start going to the homes. There's 15 families that I work with directly and we get to go. I love them so much and they just welcome us in their home and um, and when I say home, it's more or less like a tent or an older type shed, like a rusted shed. And um, we go and visit them and we take them stuff. And they're so appreciative of the littlest things ever. I'll never forget at the orphanage when I gave a little child a paper bag. The joy. Oh, no, it was a piece of paper. I gave everyone paper. We we're doing a project. And then... Um, he asked for another one, and I gave it to him, and you would have thought it was Christmas. <laughs> I always share that story because it was like a paper to us. It was like amazing to them. Um, so that's like our first day. We're going to go do that, and then it's a long day, our first day, because we leave tonight, and we don't land there until the morning. And it's a sh- it's not a long flight, but we take a night flight. <laughs> so we go to Florida, and then from Florida, it's only less than two hours to get to Haiti. So it's really not that far. And then... Um, do you want me just to keep talking about Haiti or? Well, that let's, was just let's like, go into, so the service project is a five yeah. days, right? Yeah. Are you talking about the toilet? Yeah. The, well, no, I'm talking oh, about like, everything. everything. And what does it look oh, okay. uh, And that's exactly what I want to hit on is those hearts that they're, t- that's the simple things that those children love. Yes. So those, the, can you imagine changing a life of a child with a piece of paper? 
And then you think of how many papers we throw away. Even if you made a mistake on that paper, that child would still love that paper. They would. <laughs> and you know what? So many other people just love to see our faces. And so that's just something about showing up. We just show mm-hmm. up. And the hugs. And I love the babies there. Yeah. <laughs> love, love the babies. I, t- I, I About three weeks ago, or, or sorry, about three months ago, I when I was um, telling my mom I was going to go, I said, there's a baby there that needs me. I know there's a baby Maybe in several, I don't know, but I, but there, I'm going for a baby. And she's like, oh, you're going to bring home a baby? <laughs> I'm like, no, that's not what I mean. <laughs> that that's one so needs assistance. Funny. And then you text or you you Facebook that a baby had been born and wasn't taken to the milk and stuff. And so yeah. I was like, yep, I knew it. <laughs> yep. So the intuition for me to go is I have no idea. Or my, my motivation was I've always wanted to do this kind of work I, I have in Asia and I have other places but I've 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 stayed in places and um that have or sure have running water and you know what like yeah it's a whole different I know it's gonna be a whole different experience which I'm really excited for and even when I went Aborigines still came back to the temples and so um I'm really excited to be able to um first share but witness that way of being Mm-hmm. Um, cause through you, I can feel it. And I knew that you did something amazing. I didn't know what, when you first came to the meeting, I didn't talk to you a lot. I talked mostly to, Je- well, not, it wasn't your first time, but when you brought Justin is the first time we really talked a lot, yeah. um, in a group, but I wasn't able to really know you. And then, um, when you talk about Haiti, you can feel it, you can feel it within you. Um, and I still didn't really understand what you're doing. And then I saw online that you were going and I just, it, it, my documentary was coming up and it's healing hearts. And you're, I'm you're, in it. <laughs> yeah, you are in it. <laughs> and your foundation is heart, hands healing hearts. So I'm all, what better? What the universe is saying, hey, you guys are on the same page. And then as we evolve and we start talking about each of our, our, um, it's, it's interesting how we both have big, um, um, knowings that we're going to do something amazing, but the details haven't shown up yet. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> I always say, I don't want to know what's ahead. And then yeah. when I get there, I'm like, okay, I could do this or, oh, mm-hmm. good thing I didn't know. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> right. that's how I work too, because I feel like that you put, like the power is in the present moment. Your mm-hmm. power, your your internal power is in the present moment. And when you're projecting to the future, your, your anxiety and stressed out, and most of the time, mm-hmm. either you manifest that stressed out outcome or it's not that outcome at all. And you think about the past and you're in, and you get depressed because of, of decisions or whatnot. And so like being in that present moment saying, look what we get to do today. Me, ne- neither of us even were like, oh my gosh, we're leaving today. <laughs> we're going to Haiti. What? Yeah. And that, I think that's part of, of what a lot of messages of moving forward, showing up, being in the present mm-hmm. moment. And when you're invited and, and you, you, make that initiative no don't the details seem to always get in the way and so just move forward um fearlessly yeah i a word stood out you just said the word depression and actually i do have major depression and you wouldn't know by meeting me most people would be like really i didn't know and other people may say oh okay i can see that um because service has really been a huge part of how i stay in the moment and stay in joy because I used to take medicine probably like, I don't know, 10 or 12 years ago. And I knew that lifestyle wasn't for me. And so I quit cold turkey, not knowing that you have withdrawals. 
And it was horrible, but I just stuck to it because I didn't want to take these pills. And I started running and drinking green drinks, and I hated both. And so I would cry when I ran. Literally, I would cry. Hated it. And then when I would come home, I'd cram greens in my in my um, blender with some frozen fruit and water. And I would have to plug my nose to drink it. And I would do that. And little by little, I was like, okay, this works. But I knew I couldn't stay idle. And then, you know, over the years, I've realized service has taken such a big part of my life. However, I'd much rather be spending time in service than time in my bed crying or being sad. And I have a huge compassion for people with depression because I know that if there's a will, there's a way. And I know the dark days. I know the ugliness to it. And so just when you said that, it made me think, oh, yeah, it's a big part of I think that's how I evolved to have my own nonprofit, too, besides like people pushing me to do it who were showing up ugly because I was like, I don't want to do that. I fought for a long time. Like, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And I didn't win because here I am. And it's all evolved how it's supposed to. But um, the more we keep fighting, we're just prolonging, you know, our greatness. Isn't that interesting how um, the ones that are powerful, and I use powerful as we're energy. We are powerful beings. We are powerful humans. And and I know that I've been challenged on the word powerful because people are like, that is like your your ego or something. And I'm like, no, that is a piece of us. Don't deny who you are. You come from energy. You are energy. You're living energy and motion. And every piece of you moves at a frequency and a vibration. So when I say that when you when you um when I look at some of the most powerful people, the powerful influencer, the experiencers, I always see that part of them too, because a lot of them have also had to walk their way through and out and back into depression, in and out of depression and, and, and anxiety. And, um, both of those are so side by side. Um, and the empath, the sensitive, um, we're kind of going off a little bit, but it's all one. I mean, it's all, it's it's all the same thing, but, um, they, they all seem to have, have struggled in that area and, and it's, it's ongoing. It's, it, it's, through service that you are able to realize that that you're not alone that that others are in that same space and you have a have um have opportunity to share one thing that I do, I do notice is that when people do relapse or when they do have their downtime and then um there's a timeline that you can help they're like okay you have to be clean for this so long before you can help somebody and that's one thing I don't agree with because I think the sooner that they get into service and helping other people that the the more they want to not do or not be where they were at yeah absolutely I think you should do it like right away and it could be anything it doesn't have to be going across the world I mean you could serve mm-hmm. right from your own bed mm-hmm. yeah you, know? you never know it's small and simple things that become great things yeah this helping someone across the the street or or you're picking up something from that somebody has dropped you know yeah even just positive texts to people uplifting them yep yeah you could even create your own show on facebook now (laughs) stay right at home and do whatever you want to inspire others there's so many ways and you do do that you you dying for change is one that you do and um that is works with the wellness of, of addiction. There we go. I, I like that That's one. That's a good one. <laughs> yeah. I like that too. Yeah. And so um, you also follow April on um, Facebook and her pages are the um, Dying for Change, which is the wellness for addiction. And she works or she has guests on Justin right now yeah. or 
or just under videos. I have a lot of interviews with um, people. Yeah, if you just go under videos, yeah, you can see all the interviews. So uh, Haiti is a very um, or sorry. I'm like, can I looked in your eyes? Isn't that funny? I'm like, also, yeah, I just well, went zeroed out. My Something. granddaughter, she used to think my friend Nettie, who she's been on 15 other trips with me, and she used to think when I said I'm going to Haiti, she used to th- she thought Nettie's name was Haiti. Oh, so when you looked at me and said Haiti, I've I've been called that before. <laughs> I think you're, or I haven't, but she has. You you zoned out when you did when you did that, and so I look at your eyes and I zone out too. I'm like, oh, we're supposed to talk. <laughs> this is a talk show. <laughs> That's tele- telepathy, right? <laughs> Can you feel us? <laughs> well, I had a thought, and I was trying to jog it over here, and I couldn't okay. jog it, so I probably did zone out a minute when I was like talking. It'll come. <laughs> That's what. So I caught that zone out. So we can't do that together. <laughs> can't zone out in front of you. You recognize. <laughs> Most people don't. Yeah. The <laughs> sensitivity that I have. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice is, is... So when I connect, I always get it in the voice. So people that follow because of the energy, or almost everybody follows because they want to learn about energy, but that is one thing that I that happens to me when I get really connected and really um, enlightened and I'm excited to share it. My voice always constricts. And it's the high levels of light that all of a sudden are coming through. And that's balancing both of these worlds. You're you're in one conversation with, with people that still have the 3D programming. And then you go to the other ones. It's like your whole entire body shifting all the time. <laughs> and, you know, so many people are in that movement right now that it's it's really good to talk about, actually, because a lot of people think that they're ill and they have colds and allergies and all this stuff. But there's a lot of you that are or that are awakening or expanding on your gifts and expansion mm-hmm. expansion and growth is not comfortable it's, it's not mm-mm. and sometimes I see it a lot like a lot of friends I have that are getting sick sometimes I have to step back because I know what's going on however they have to come to their own conclusion and that's like I got really sick years ago and looking back I, w- I think you know what you just were not well not not even that I had something wrong with me but I it looked like I had something wrong with me. I lost a lot of weight, and I just thought something was wrong with me. However, it's just we have to embrace that unknown and that scariness, and it's a process. I don't think I think people can help us walk us through it, but we have to get through it by choice. You know, mm-hmm. we have to be the ones at the end of the day to say, "Okay, we're going to do this," or "I'm okay." And then what you tell yourself, you're putting in your present space too. Yeah, it's. Um, little little choices lead to your reality, right? It's those yeah. it's those those choices that we we get to re- be aware of. And when you observe, uh, when you start observing yourself and observing your reactions, then that's really when you have choice. Before that, it's a program choice. We're living in a world designed by somebody else for somebody else, and trying to fit in. And it's 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 really hard to put your signature on someone else's. Yep, like uh, living inside a box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to do that. Like probably a few years ago, I had to kind of decide, like, get to know myself and everything that I was taught. I had to decide, do I really believe that or not? And I'm so grateful for that experience. I guarantee people were looking at me like, what are you seeking or what are you doing? Or she's just crazy. Yeah. You are listening to Return to Consciousness Live with Nicole. And we will be back in just a few minutes for the second half. Thank you very much.
was quick. And welcome back to Return to Consciousness Live with Nicole. I'm Nicole Ashton, and I'm with April Betty, and we are sharing about our Haiti trip, and we're super excited for all of the listeners. I also want to thank you for all the listeners following me weekly. Um, and I'm going to just make an announcement. I will not be here next week, but Della Hill will be filling in and she will be sharing um, a little bit about our trip because I'll be sharing with her the whole time. And so she'll share what's going on and and things like that. So the second half of the show, we are going to go into a short meditation just to connect and really do a global um, awareness or a global energy. We're going to... Um, um, just let spirit guide and anyone that's worked with me knows that I just go into a space and then I, and I will share what I'm seeing. And so we'll, we'll, we'll start with that. Then we're going to go into a little bit more about Haiti and then we will be taking calls if there time, if there is time. And the phone number to call is 435-879-4100. So we'll go ahead and invite you to sit back and relax Really go into a gratitude space. Dig deep within that heart and find an experience that has brought you the most joy. That, that your heart is full of gratitude and unconditional love. And while you're in that heart space, that space of love, breathe into that heart And imagine the most beautiful white light within you. That white light that we search outside of ourselves, that white light that is above us, it is now right and always has been right in your heart. Imagine this beautiful space full of gratitude and add in your experience of joy. And as this expands, feel the heartbeat. It's like a 360 degree universe breathing into you. Beautiful. As you breathe in through your nose, you breathe in the harmony of the universe. You breathe in, breathe in the intelligence. And out your mouth, you breathe out anything else, anything that doesn't serve you. And as you breathe in, you're going to remember oneness, that we are all connected to that beautiful white light, that God, creator, whatever that looks like to you. And imagine this heart space like a waterfall of light moving down from the heart, down the core of your body, Now imagine the white light at the top of your head. It's like a fountain, just this beautiful fountain full of the rainbow spectrum. It's moving down the top of your head, merging with that heart space that you already are. That's you. Remember, you are you. You are where you came from. And in your greatness... Spark that light within that heart and imagine or vision the light moving down the core of your body right in to Mother Earth, 
where you remember that her heart beat resonates the same as yours. Feel that connection. Feel that unconditional love and breathe up the nurturing. And as you're breathing this up through your feet, your calves, and your thighs, and the core of your body, and out the top of your head, like a water fountain of delight. Remember, Mother Earth always multiplies by 10. That is what she does. The unconditional love, the nurturing. And as this moves through your body, create a figure eight. It's your energy. You designed, you direct. You are the director of your story. Move it through your body as a figure eight, up around the heart core, down through Mother Earth, up through the God light, creator light, and down through your body. Just watch the symphony of figure eights move through your body. Now, this heart space is just igniting like the biggest star that you can imagine. Brightest star, create it your color. Be that star to expand it around your body. Feel like pulsings in your hands. Really have fun with your connection because this is yours. When you're connected to you, no one else can influence you. As you're moving through this, this beautiful array of lights, this heartbeat of delight, oh, just be there. And expand your auretic field as far as is comfortable for you. And at the same time as this is activating through all your energy fields, picture Mother Earth. Put your hands together and just picture Mother Earth in the cups of your hands and the palms of your hands. And imagine all the animals are healthy and on purpose. Imagine the sea is cleared and cleansed. The water is clear. The air is clear. And as you breathe, be that, cl- that clarity. Be that cleanliness. Be that, that um, pureness. And through your heart's connection, heart to heart, as we all connect together in our own individual spaces, in our own individual greatness and light, we multiply just like Mother Earth does. We multiply individually and collectively in unconditional love, in unity. That is a vibrational frequency that can touch the hearts of all living things. Believe. And as you are expanding bigger and bigger and bigger, move it out around the earth and just witness the clarity. Just It's clearing up. And then as you move back into your space, witness again that heart evolving, that heart expanding the higher heart chakra awakening that, that connects you to all that is, that connects you to all the plant and, land and animal kingdoms. Witness your own vibration. Go back into that gratitude that you were, were thinking of before and envision every situation 
that appears to you. Imagine it being resolved in this energy. Step into your heart and know that you were born in greatness, unconditional love, and that spark of light, you. And you breathe in, move back into your body, be to this consciousness. And, and I think the most amazing thing about connecting at that level is really believing um, that energy that we create as a collective is seen by a few eyes, but it's felt by many hearts. And that is where we begin to create the, the unity and unconditional love because everything great is created and a ripple effect of love. And then the fear factors, they have no power, no matter what fear it is, whatever has conspired from, that, from a fear emotion cannot withhold when you surround it in love. It's impossible. And then we just get expand. And it's such a great, a great feeling to, to know that we have that, that power. So many people feel powerless. But in fact, it's you as an individual that is very powerful. And when you get up and look at yourself in the mirror and say just that. And, you know, some days it's, it's, it's easier than others. But those not easy days know that that you're still you and no matter what's happening around you no matter what experiences that you created before to teach you lessons or whatever other people that you still are you that divine being that is just magnificent so do you have anything to share yes that was beautiful thank you thank you i love that (coughs) i feel at peace Ready to go to Haiti. Yeah. Sorry about that. I didn't get water, and I, I must be clearing people already. Uh, <coughs> I'm sorry. No, that's okay. That's what I do. That's how I, I clear. Water is, if you need it. That's how I clear people is, is, is I do get. Your voice. Yeah. That's it. And that's my first thing. And that's a good thing for, for to talk about right now is people that are assisting other people or that are empaths or sensitive or first one, know that sensitivity is a gift. You're not, it's not a weakness. It's a gift. You're delicate, but create your rose thorns around you so that you have your own protection and boundaries. Um, I usually, what I do, which coincidentally, I just have some oil right here, but I just was using this because it smells good. It's orange and it's happy. Um, (laughs) However, like in my bathroom in the morning, I usually just pretend like sometimes I use oil, sometimes I don't. But if I do, I just smell it. And then I just like do this thing. I start at my feet and it's kind of like I saran wrap myself inside or like imagine like a ball like bubble boy or whatever you're in like this thing because you protect yourself so that other people's stuff won't flow over onto yours so I kind of do that um and sometimes I forget but then in the day if something's like a little off or something you can always just hurry and like suit yourself up yeah and I I feel like we could share these videos on um on our YouTube page or our well YouTube pages and our Facebook pages and our own our our Website. My website is energyhealingbydesign.com. And do you have yours? Um, well, I have handshealinghearts.com. And then um, I do have another page, but I, I don't update it anymore. It was um, Creating Your Happiness Now. And so I've done a lot of videos on that one too. Along, like I've been doing videos for a few years, and I found that they're amazing because I get to practice what I've been preaching. And so <laughs> when I watch them, I'm like, that's for me. 
That's yeah. for me. That's for me. <laughs> I do that too. I've had a lot of reflections this week of of assisting clients, and I'm I I've had a client for a year, a couple of there, there a couple, and I've been working with them, and um, I realized that the whole time I was working with them, I was going through their same stuff, and I wasn't applying my own my own um, intuition and and guidance for them that I was getting. I wasn't even applying it in my own life until we did a review of all the stuff, that uh, the progress that they have made. And I'm like, wow, I should have showed up that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's, but that's a, that's a joy of knowing, like people, people that would put the guilt and the shame and think of all the stuff they did wrong and what they could have done different and how come this and how come that. But I'm like, oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's so true. I have another website too. It's savingsouls101.com. And that one I do have a few videos on. Well, yeah. I think that we're, where you don't have a date yet, but I think that we will have you and Justin on um, and talk about what you guys both do in the next couple of weeks. For the wellness. We back. Mm-hmm. For the wellness <laughs> addiction or the addiction wellness, whatever. Let's take a vote on what, what sounds the best. I just like, the, like, I know that words and language are the biggest barriers between people because there's so many miscon there's miscommunications and people mm-hmm. will talk the way they th- they feel um, comfortable and it leaves um, it's open to speculation a lot of times and so what I've learned and um, is it, I, is that to one observe but um, that was what I was gonna say. <laughs> I love it because you're so me. That's why I try to do lives with somebody else. And then when I forget, I'm like, could you just talk so I could get that thought? And then I'm like, where'd that thought go? <laughs> I know. I do that all the time. I'm like, what happened? What just happened? Who just connected to me? Well, I could share something while you find that thought. I think we had a caller and I wasn't okay. paying it. Well, I wasn't paying attention. So they probably connected to me. And so oh, it zeroed me out. Shoot. That's okay. Well, we'll- could call back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I had this thought too. Well, if, if it rings, just tell me and I'll stop my thought. Uh, it's. So if you were the caller that that I didn't, I totally looked at it, but we haven't taken callers, um, I think only one time. So I I was watching it beep. <laughs> oh, but anyways, if you were the caller, please give us a call back. And if anyone else wants to call and ask questions, it's 435-879-4100. Okay. Um, I don't even know what you were talking about before you lost your thought. So it's, so it's in this room. We just <laughs> we lost our thought. So we'll move on to um, okay. who can come oh. to Haiti? Anyone? Oh, yeah. Anyone can come. The youngest one that has come so far on my trips is she was eight years old. And the oldest one, I think, is the in their later 80s. Wow. So any age could come. Anyone could come. And I actually started doing, um, so I was in the Dominican Republic with a few of my kids and one of their friends, and we were teaching English that week. And they actually took us to the border of Haiti. And this is before I'd ever been to Haiti and before my friend even asked me about the Haiti stuff. And I remember clearly seeing over there, like they took us to the border and they explained like what goes on. And I remember looking over there and I thought, I can't imagine or even fathom what the heck goes on over there. And that was it. Never thought I'd ever go. Nothing. And um, so you never know. You may be, your heart may be calling you to go with us. And we would love to have you go. And um, a lot of the trips are super expensive. And I have teenagers. Then I had teenagers. All my kids are adults now. And so the first time I ever really went 
to an orphanage. I just took two of my teenagers and we crossed the border to Tijuana and just the three of us went and everyone else was like, that's, we invited people and they're like, that's a bad idea. A lot of people were scared. I've been over there several times. It's totally fun. And they had great memories. And so there's, there's lots of ways that you could get out and serve. However, I created this one because it is a lot less than most of them. And it just makes Looks it. Looks like we have a Yeah, go color. ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Hello, hello. Is the callers working? It doesn't look like it. Woo. Thanks for learning and expanding with us. <laughs> nope. Does not look like the phones are working and, and Sean Denovan is isn't here today, so we are so sorry, sorry. but but it is not good. It's, it's not, not gonna happen. Uh -uh. <laughs> so, Next time. So sorry to interrupt you, but no, it's okay. Did you ever find that thought? I don't, you know, I, I think it's gone. Okay. I think it will come around later. Oh, I love that you did that gratitude meditation. Mm -hmm. um, because when we are in Haiti, one of the things we're going to do with all the families is a gratitude board. And it's similar to a vision board. And we are going to uh, focus on teaching them how to live in gratitude. And so I'm really excited about that. And I was thinking of that when you're doing that meditation. So, so I saw that. So yeah. we are also going to say we're in gratitude and are so thankful for the people that came and helped you um, do the, bring magazines and cut out pictures because they don't have oh, the yeah. scissors and they don't have the glue and and don't have the stuff that it takes. So what happens is um, people showed up to help um, April cut them out so that they're already pre-cut and then the kids get to do their pick their their things that they want to put on their board which is super amazing. So just just for a little little more insight on what April has done in Haiti that I know of is building a community. She has literally gone over there, built houses, um, created a space where um, that that it's open for people to start their businesses, for them to um, have cell phones, things like this. That when I first told this to somebody, they're like, why do they need that over there? They are also wanting to learn how what we are so us as americans it's just shown to us right away so we take for granted that that's actually a learned thing like you you learn to be productive or or lack of better word i don't there's probably a better one but you learn to work in a different way than they do you learn to use your cell phone you learn you watch your parents have jobs you watch your parent you 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 are really have a silver spoon, whether, whether you like it or not, and in whatever way you are here when it's compared to there. Yeah, I'm so excited for you to go because nobody really has a cell phone where I go. Um, a few people do. It's going to be super cool for you to see what, what you're going to see um, over there. So there's already a community there, and I have um, had so many volunteers come and people with their own abilities and their own gifts to be able to do all the things they've done. And um, we've built two houses. And when I say houses, they're more or less like what a nice, fancy playhouse you might build for your children in the backyard mm -hmm. or a nicer shed type thing. And um, we're doing a toilet. This is our first toilet we're doing mm -hmm. this trip. And it's so cool because we think toilet. And I told this to somebody when I was Western Unioning money over there. And they were like, a toilet. Like, it was so <laughs> funny to them. And I was like... I just whipped out pictures. I'm like, no, you have to dig this huge, deep hole. And, you know, to dig a hole, they don't have, like, shovels and stuff we have. They're using buckets. Mm -hmm. And they dig this deep hole, and then you, like, build it around 
Um, it's just so different. And we have done a lot of things there, but I couldn't do anything without volunteers. Like we need volunteers to go and to share their gifts and talents. So I see your vision of because you're asking for the cell phones in, this, in the computer. Yes. So I'm see I'm, I'm sharing that you have this huge vision, but you are just starting, and it's it's those it's it's I'm like to honor where you're at in this in this um in this journey of of like literally starting a community. I mean, I don't even think you realize that. I don't. Yeah. So when you say that, I'm like, no, I didn't start a community. I could see. So I could feel. I didn't that mean to be rude. I just don't, I. I'm grateful you could see what I can't see. Yeah, and and I want I, I felt like I need I, uh, the need or the want to to share that with you that that your building houses they've never had your vision for them to be self sufficient and have communication like we do you know the 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 things that you are doing is evolving a community um, a third war I mean people don't look at it like that because they're like well that's what the president says but. You're doing it in a little city. It's that kindness of one city. And then that oh. one city in 20 years is going to grow. And it's not necessarily about the cell phones or whatnot, mm-hmm. but it is about mm-hmm. giving them an opportunity to grow and evolve as we do. And that in you is amazing. And I just want to say, mm-hmm. you know, thank you for showing up. Thank you for being courageous. Thank you. <laughs> um, the people who go down and volunteer, though, it's uh, it is an actual honor for me to see the change in them because we set the intention. Oh, we're gonna go. We're gonna help them, and we do. And they need that help. However, the change and the growth within us. I've seen volunteers' lives change night and day, forever. Once you go and and participate, you're different. And I love it. We took a group of homeschool kids over there, and they're so cute. Uh, the teenagers thrive over there. Everyone thrives. It's just such a great experience. It is life-changing. I am so excited to say we have got so many callers, and I do, do. not know how to work that. But that that makes me like just want to cry because that means people are listening. That means yeah. people's hearts are opening because when you expand an energy of, of love and light like that, that means that people are just clicking on Facebook or on the radio because they're feeling it. When I do callers before, when I've done callers before, this lady just pulled over on the side of the road. She's never listened to the radio station, and now she she does because she just pulls over and, and, and started crying and called in. And just that is the ripple effect when you unite hearts and, and you share unconditional love. It's contagious because... Most people want to know that they fit. They want to fit in, but I think the most um, when someone gets done with the show, they're like, "Did I do okay? Did I do okay?" That it means that their validation of just showing up, you know, share share that with people. Like you're so mm-hmm. so gratitude. A lot of people also will just assume that you know that they're that you're grateful for them being there. But it's really verbiage. It's so important just to say less. I mean, for me, I'm learning. Less words are better, <laughs> but because uh-huh. I overexplain myself. But that just acknowledgement of of you're enough and you always have been is so important. Yeah, I'm huge on that. I'm so huge on believing in yourself, showing up, and you don't need validation. In my opinion, you are enough, and so just have the confidence and know. And like I've heard somebody. Mostly people speak of you. Oh, we're going to break. You know, so it's thank okay. you for tuning in. And we will have April Betty back on the on the show in a couple of weeks when we return thank from you. Haiti. I am Nicole Ashton. Have an amazing weekend. <laughs>